Korea's Joseon dynasty spanned 500 years from the 13 to the 1800s. During this class-based society, the son of the city magistrate, Yi, was studying to become a magistrate, or Yangban like his father. While taking a break, a beautiful woman on a swing took his breath away. She was Chung Yong. Following customs, he told his attendant to ask if she'd like to meet him. Yi wiped his sweaty palms as his attendant approached her. Her lovely smile faded. She shook her head and walked away. This was Korea's famous love story, Chun Young. And this is Legends from the Pacific. Aloha, and thank you for joining us. This is Legends from the Pacific, episode 147, Korea's famous love story, Chun Hyung. I am Kamuela Kaneshiro, a native Hawaiian professional writer, speaker, and Comic-Con panelist with extensive film and television experience. I study mythology, I've encountered unusual things, and I'm a geek. In the beginning, there was the Pacific Ocean. A canoe broke the horizon, piloted by Pele a beautiful Polynesian maiden who dominated the waves until she felt safe to stop. The audiobook of our Legends from the Pacific Book 1 is now available, narrated by multi-award-winning voice actress Emily Wu Zeller. Emily has worked on anime, the video game Cyberpunk 2077, and over 500 audiobooks including Star Wars The Empire Strikes Back from a certain point of view. Just click the link in our show notes to purchase our audiobook and enjoy Emily telling our stories today. Later in this episode, your featured song in Hawaiian word, but first... Let me share with you this popular story. As usual, I apologize for any mispronounced names or words and appreciate your understanding. As stated earlier, our story occurs during Korea's famous Joseon dynasty, which was a time of central monarchy with a neo-Confucianism bureaucracy and a type of constitution. Areas were ruled by magistrates, state officials, and government officials, which was overseen by a king. As a side note, it may seem odd, but Korea adopted religions, philosophies, and shamanism to create their own belief. Yi hurried to his attendant, who said she refused to see him because her mother was an ex-courtesan and they were lower class. He couldn't stop thinking of her and went to her mother. She welcomed him, and after discussing things, he confessed his love for her daughter and asked if they could marry. Chun Hyung's mother knew her daughter would remain lower class, which might affect Yi's placement if he passed his exams. She allowed their marriage on the condition it was kept a secret. The couple agreed and spent every free moment together. However, Yi's father was reassigned to Seoul. Yi needed to follow his father but promised to return as soon as he completed his exams. Chun Young promised to remain faithful, and the couple parted. The city's new magistrate, or Young Ban, was vile and corrupt. He abused his power and was taken by Chun Young. He treated her like the lower class she was, and even though he knew she wasn't a courtesan, 
he demanded she be his. Chun Hyung refused. The young Ban humiliated her. She was imprisoned and would be dealt with on his birthday. In Seoul, Yi achieved such high marks he became a secret inspector for the king who investigates and convicts corrupt government officials. Yi disguised as a beggar and went to his beloved. Upon arriving, he noticed the town was preparing for the Yangban's birthday celebration. At his beloved's house, his mother-in-law didn't recognize the beggar. Yi revealed himself. His mother-in-law was overjoyed and explained Chun Yang's imprisonment. Yi thanked his mother-in-law and started building a case against the Yangban. During the celebration, he arrested the Yangban. Chun Yang did not recognize the disguised official. He tempted her to be with him. She refused. Yi was thrilled she remained loyal to him. He revealed himself, and husband and wife were reunited. The king was so impressed with Yi, he elevated Chung Hyung's position by granting her noble woman status. A big mahalo nui loa to our Patreon members who supports our mission to spread Asian and Pacific Islander cultural history and awareness. Ollie and Will Geis, Christopher, Meg, Jessica Bullock, Edward Pua'ohenki, Felisa H., The Makuli Guy, and of course, Ren Shepard. Your support keeps our show going. If you'd like to support our show, please click the link in our show notes and become a Legends from the Pacific Patreon member to enjoy an exclusive monthly Hawaiian story like the rare story of who the Hawaiian volcano god was before Pele, the return of the Hawaiian demigod brothers Kana and Nehue, and other nifty benefits. Your rewards are waiting for you, so become a Legends from the Pacific Patreon member today. It should be noted, it's unknown who wrote this story or when they did, but the story elements show it's likely to have been created during the Joseon period. This story was originally a musical performance, or pansori. A pansori is performed by a singer and drummer, though one person may do both. Professional performers practice beside a waterfall to mimic the crashing or running waters, which they incorporate into their performances. It is believed Yi first saw Chun Yang on her swing on the fifth day of the fifth lunar month, which is around the beginning of June. This is also known as Dano Day, a day filled with positive energy and the end of the planting season. It also became Korea's first regional festival in 1931. Today, Chun Yung's story has been adapted into various media and remains one of Korea's cultural treasures. So what'd we learn? Well, this is kind of a class struggle version of Romeo and Juliet, which reflects the Joseon time period. As a side note, the Yangban are very interesting individuals, but that's a story for another time. So we're nearing the big 150, and I'd just like to thank you for supporting our mission of spreading Asian and Pacific Islander cultural history and awareness. Seriously, buying our book, sending us a few dollars instead of buying that one day of coffee, sharing our show with your friends and family, writing reviews, all these quick and easy things seem simple, but they mean the world to me. And I appreciate all you've done for our show and supporting our mission. So thank you and mahalo nui loa. Our theme song is Mystery by Tavana, courtesy of High Sessions. Sound effects are by Sound Effects Factory. Our music coordinator is Matt Duffy, a.k.a. DJ Triple Bypass. 
Links and show notes can be found on our website, legendsfromthepacific.com, including a link to your featured song, which is Lifetime by the Capenna Kids, courtesy of High Sessions. Legends from the Pacific was written, produced, and edited by me, Kamuela Kaneshiro. I also wrote our original stories. Your featured Hawaiian word is mea makamea. Mea makamea means treasure. An example of mea makamea is in DuckTales, Uncle Scrooge is always hunting for ancient mea makamea. Once again, mea makamea is Hawaiian for treasure. He's also trying to defeat Flintheart Glomgold. Ugh, I was watching a trivia show and I was going crazy because they didn't know his name. There, I said it. I got it out of my system and feel better. <sighs> the things you know when you're a geek. Thank you once again for listening. Mahalo and a hui ho. Hawaii.